Planned Parenthood of New York believes that everyone, regardless of their immigration status or ability to pay, gender identity, sexual orientation, deserves access to affordable, high-quality sexual and reproductive health care. And that's why they have health care centers in every borough of New York City. They provide low or no-cost no sexual and reproduction health services to everyone who walks through their doors. They offer a bunch of services such as birth control, STD testing and treatment, vasectomy, cancer screenings, pregnancy tests and options counseling, transgender hormone therapy, HIV testing and counseling, just to name a few. Scheduling appointments is very easy. All you have to do is go online to ppnyc.org and then you could book your appointment there. Cool. Um, so can I say um, hmm. Wow! Did you after after all this time now you forget how the show goes? Because it's not laid out here, so I got confused. <laughs> hey guys, it's Kadesha and Monique, <laughs> and uh, we come from Queens. Kadesha, what is it's all right there? What's confusing you? Listen, no. Oh, I'm reading incorrectly. You know? Okay. So then. Just go ahead. I will tell you what's on my mind during my Can I Say Something. Well, you have to let the people know about the show. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. So we do come from Queens, and we come from Queens. Is- <laughs> what is I'm just so off. Okay. <laughs> I'm not editing right? any of this okay. out, so. <laughs> no, and I don't think you should. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> We are a bi-weekly millennial lifestyle podcast. When listening to the show, please let us know that you're listening by using the WCFQ hashtag on social media. You may also use it to weigh in on the conversation. So do you just want to do your can I say something first? <laughs> because, like, you have to talk about what's going on on your end. Like, and as I'm reading that, I was just like smiling through it because I'm like, Kanisha, where's your head? Okay, so I'm just going to go for it. Thank you. So can I say something? Yeah. So... And originally, I really didn't have anything to say, but I guess this will just have to be it. I'm just really living in my head because my car is driving me crazy. Oh. And I'm just like, like, what's happening? Why is this? Why does this keep happening to me? <sighs> so my car, um, I had another flat tire this morning. What? Didn't you just get four new tires? Well, I got two new tires. Oh, so was uh, it one of the other two? But, yeah, but that tire... The other two I got last, not this summer, but the summer before. So is this like an annual thing that I'm going to need to get new tires? That doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, so I was driving this morning and the area that I was driving in, there's a lot of potholes and I'm very familiar with that, but it was dark outside because it was like six something in the morning and there was still a lot of rain. So I couldn't see the potholes. Also, I can't see that well when I'm driving at night without my glasses. I don't say that often, but it's inclement weather and stuff. But I can navigate spaces, and that's why I do drive. Um, so, yeah, I hit a pothole really, really bad. It was like one of those, like what they describe in the memes, like when you hit a oh pothole <laughs> and you reevaluate your life by turning down the radio. And I just just turned down the radio. The radio wasn't even on. Like, that's how hard the pothole had hit me. And I was just like, what is life like? Kanisha, you got to do better. And then I'm just like, Kanisha, it's not even your fault. Like, you did not see it because you couldn't see it. Like, it's dark. Everywhere is dark. And I am familiar with the potholes there, but I wasn't sure exactly where I was supposed to, like, do my little ins and outs. Whatever. So I hit it, and I'm like, I should still be good. I should still be good driving. And then I hear the sound, and I was just like, this can't be life. Like, this can't be life. Can't be life. And I'm like, okay, Kanisha, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Take it one step at a time. Everything's going to be okay. And I was honestly fine for most of the day. But I'm just thinking, like, money. Like, I've, I've been working so hard to keep my finances intact. And I'm like, this car is really trying to take me under. <laughs> so that's so that was what's on my mind. And um, even just driving home from work just now, like, I was thinking about the car. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I almost wanted to talk to the car. Um, and then, I don't know, I've been having, like, some knee pain lately, Mm. and it's, like, it's been, like, on and off. The last time I went to the gym, I felt it more, and I was doing squats, and I was like, maybe you shouldn't do squats, but whatever, I did squats, and since then, I've just been kind of, like, taking it very easy, and I went to the doctor last week, and I told her about the knee pain that I've been having, and she's like, oh, it's it's probably not anything that serious, because it wasn't hurting that day. She's like, oh, it's probably not anything that serious, and, um... I'm like, oh, and I'm like, you, you really don't know how serious it is because I tell you that it comes on and off. And when it comes, like, sometimes it hurts really bad. She's like, oh, we can just prescribe, like, some Motrin or something. And in my mind, I'm like, no. 
I don't think Motrin would do the trick. She was like, and then you can just let me know how you feel. Whatever. So went to Cali last weekend. We went to an amusement park one day. So I was on my feet all day. But I didn't think anything of it. Like, amusement park, having a great time, blah, 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 whatever. And then by the end of the night, when it came time to get in the car, um, the people who we were with in Cali, um, they drive a BMW, like a... It's a coupe, but it's four doors. So it's basically the size of a coupe. But it's not a coupe. It's just teeny tiny. So in getting into the backseat of the car, I realized how bad my knee was hurting because I couldn't put my leg in the car without physically like lifting it up and ensuring that I wasn't bending my knee. And so I'm like, this is crazy. So in getting in and out of the car, I'm like, this is getting bad. Like it's getting worse. Once I got to their house, I'm sitting on the couch and I had to elevate my knee because it was just so painful. Like I'm limping to move. So I'm like, I'm falling apart here. Like I'm only 29. (laughs) What's happening to me? So that whole night, like my knee was hurting. I woke up the next morning. It was still like in pain. I took some like herbal supplements. I was given some herbal supplements that knocked me on my feet in the matter uh, in a matter of like, I want to say maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I was totally fine. My knee hasn't hurt since then. Today. uh, Yeah. And what's crazy is I was looking for um, like the I was trying to find the name on the bottle and to see like where I could probably find these supplements. The supplements aren't FDA approved. And that bothers me because these are supposedly natural supplements. And so, you know, I feel like certain things that are actually really good for us aren't always approved. Because I'm like, why is it that this thing that's not like some super strong medication? Because at first they gave me a muscle relaxer. And I was very afraid to take the muscle relaxer once they told me like the side effects and how how strong of a drug it is. And I was like, eh, I don't know. There's something I want to do. I might just continue to endure this pain. But once I took the this natural herb, I'll get the name for you later, this natural herb supplement, that thing just really helped me. And it, my knee hasn't hurt. That was, was it Saturday night? Uh, yeah, that was Saturday night. Hasn't hurt since then. I took the supplement on Sunday morning. Hasn't hurt since then. So today with the car situation going on, I got out of bed and I was like, am I limping again? And I'm like, I definitely am. Got to work late. I'm limping all over the place. My kids are like, Miss Oh, oh, I never said my last name. You can bleep it out. Miss um, Kadesha, <laughs> you, are you okay? And I was like, um, you know, I don't think so. And one of my kids was like, um, are you supposed to be walking on the stairs? Because I was leaving them downstairs. And I was like, I don't know, but I'm just going to tap it out. He seemed extremely concerned for me. He was just like, like he put his hand on his head and he was just like, uh, I don't think you should be on the steps. He was like, why don't you just go take the elevator? Yeah, he was like, why don't you just go take the elevator? We'll meet you downstairs. And it'll be fine. I was like, yeah, but I can't just leave you guys. <laughs> and just walk down the he was like, we come up from lunch by ourselves anyway. Like, just go. I just, he was very concerned. And I felt bad. But, like, throughout the day, people were like, you you good? And I was trying to conceal the fact that I was limping. But it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really working. How do you conceal the and fact that you're limping? I'm, I try to stand up straight, like, when I'm in the presence of people. And, like, I don't know. The best I can. Whatever that means. And at the end of the day, somebody was like, uh, is your leg swollen? I think it's swollen. Because... I'm just looking at both of your legs and something doesn't look right. And I'm just like, so both of those things have been legit, just like heavy on my mind. And I'm just like, what if I have to get surgery? Like what's actually wrong with my leg? What, what is life? Yeah. You should definitely fine. get a second opinion <laughs> first off. And well, second, I called the doctor on my way home today. Yeah. But I'm just like, you see what your doc, see what your doctor says this time around. But if it's no, I called still her to get a, uh, a referral. Oh, okay. I was about to yeah. say, just, like, go to someone else or whatever. Um, yeah. Then I would probably suggest getting a brace or something for your knees for working out. Probably. Yeah, like, I was just talking to my mom about that, too, because my knees uh, bug me. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, not as bad as what you're saying at all. But just even still, mm-hmm. I'm so afraid of, like, it popping out a socket or something like that. So Right. Just because. Yeah. And it sucks because... Like, when I do go back to the gym, I'm used to doing, like, explosive workouts and stuff. So, I can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not until that now. gets no. uh, situated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, I'm sorry that I totally hijacked the can I take It's fine. Back. That was just, like... <laughs> <laughs> but you were, yeah, you were definitely all over the place. I'm, like, it, <laughs> like, everything is there and in order. I don't know where she's at. <laughs> and I was, like, it's not here. Like, I just... <laughs> it was right okay, there. I'm good. I'm like, I talked about it, so I'm good now. Okay, so can I say something? 
Yes. Uh, at first, like my, I, I guess I'm just gonna say a couple things. So, um, first thing I would like to say is that I'm kind of getting. Well, I'm not getting, but there have been conversations or talks to get me back into my church because mm-hmm. the new priest wants to start like a young adult ministry, and. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah, you know, something I tried to do literally like 10 years ago. Right. Um, when you're almost phasing out of that stage. Yeah. The young, that, yeah. yeah, the young adult ministry, it would just be like, if I were to do it, it yeah, whatever. It would, it would almost have to be like two parts also. But um, in that, there were people at my church who were there in the meeting when I like pitched it and was expressing that I wanted to do this. And they brought it up to the new priest. And they were like, yeah, you know, Monique, she used to, for the listeners, I used to be like a substitute Sunday school teacher. And I had started a youth group in my church. And because I was aging out of youth group, I wanted to start a young adult ministry. But that priest at the time was basically like, if the youth group wants it, then they'll make it. And I was like, what do you think this is? <laughs> this is actually me um, trying to stay as a part of the church. And you're literally not allowing me to grow with my peers in this way so I found that to be interesting I think that was like one or two weeks ago and with that one woman who was like my mom's friend that was a real advocate for that she passed away a couple weeks ago not weeks ago a couple days ago and it was just like out of the blue my mom went to her stuff like today and yesterday and it was just like within the last I'll say like five years her health has been like rapidly declining And she's a twin, too, so I can only wonder how her twin feels with that. But it's just like... It's it's always real. I know. I mean, if they're close, yeah. Yeah, and they are. Like, they're super, super close. Um, So my mind has just been, like, thinking about my mom's friend and just, like, the timing of things. And also to lose someone right... Excuse me, before the holidays is, like... Like, right before the holidays is, like, awful... And um, I just think, too, of what, like, a pillar this woman was for the church. And Mm -hmm. she brought the Steel Pan group, and my mom used to be a part of that, and, like, the West Indian little association to my church, too. And she was so verbally supportive of me (laughs) trying to start this initiative in the church because after, like, 17, as soon as people go away to college, um, I'm speaking for Catholic people, they don't come back to the church. They either switch, become non, yeah, non-denominational, or they don't come back until they have a kid and the kid needs to get christened and baptized, whatever, all that sort of stuff. Like, they just don't. There's such a big gap of, like, 18 to 35, and I would say even almost 40, that's not really present in the Catholic church. And so she was really for establishing that. And, she like, you have people here, like, it would have been me, and it would have been a couple of the girls that sang um, during the masses and stuff. like, And then people that we just know because they went to this Catholic school that was associated with the church. And I was mm-hmm. a part of the community. And we were going to, you know, start small but consistent. So whatever. The I think that was one thing, right? Yeah. The second thing I want to say is that I did a soft launch right now. And by the time the episode out, it will be officially, officially out. But I started an animation podcast. So that it's it sounds very fun. I'll send you the clip, um, and I'm looking forward to it. It right now is going to be monthly, so that I can just balance to the best of my ability everything. But the way that I have it structured, I have um, it's going to be a super short form podcast, no more than like I would say 25 minutes, like ever, because it's just me. And unless mm-hmm. there's an interview, then it'll be longer or if it's the audio from the panels, because I plan on releasing some of the audio, not every panel's audio. So by just kind of having it in that sense, I already have like four episodes in the can. They just need to be edited. Um, So that's exciting. And I like that it is different, not in a bad way, just to clarify for the listeners to this um, and the way that I'm going about producing it. But it's very, very exciting um, to be. so Nice. You have to create your own opportunities, and it's true. I am trying to be in everyone's face in this industry, so that someone's gonna hire me because while you're playing. On that note, too, I'll say a third thing. Can I say something? I went to yes. a relaunch of this organization um, 
an animation organization here in the city. And I didn't want to go. I tweeted that. But I had to go because they co-hosted my panel. So it's like I can't not show up to their thing. And then going there, I ran into a co-worker, an old co-worker. And she just expressed how really disappointed in the studio she was that I left. Mm. And she was like, no, like, you know, sometimes there are people who just like, they just make your job so much easier. And she was like, you were one of those people where I just knew that if I needed something or I had a question about a thing, like you always pointed me to the right direction or all sorts of stuff like that. And she's like, when you left, I was just like, why did you let this girl go? Like, why don't you just mm. give her what she needed or whatever? Just like make it work so she can stay because like these are the type of people that are needed in the studio. So she's white. She's very like, I want to say she gives me white ally vibes. She's very much about we shouldn't have only people that look like her speak and say things like we need more different kinds of people in the studio to help with the progression of where the studio is trying to go. So she was like, you know what? She's like, I had a feeling. I had a feeling you were just, you, your dreams and ambitions were like too big for the studio and that that's why you had to leave. And I was like, partially, but it's also the commute and the pay and, you know, all that stuff. She's like, they should have, they should have just given it to you so you, you could have stayed. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. Aww. So um, she's taken it upon herself to try and get me back <laughs> in some capacity. Wow. Yeah, my that's job, um, my old job has a, small like New York office that they are still trying to figure out what to do with it so she's trying to you know whisper in some people's ear about like this is a person you need to have there and I'm down to do that if and when they get that all structured for sure but I'm not especially with this random snowstorm we had um at the time that this comes out it'll be weeks ago but I'm so happy that I'm not traveling up to Connecticut right now and doing all that because sure the way yesterday just caught everybody by surprise, like, mm no, no, no. But let me take us into the topic. It's been a couple long minutes already. Wait, I'm sorry, sorry, wait. Just one more thing, please. I just have one more thing. This is really what I wanted to say, and I saved it a few weeks ago, and I forgot. Okay. okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to be really quick. So, a couple of weeks, oh, exactly two weeks ago, I went to see a play with Alicia of Cubicles and Curls, and it's called Schoolgirls. Um, they essentially called it the Black... Um, the African. the African version of Mean Girls, yeah. African version of Mean Girls, which we both had somewhat of a problem with. Um, but I'll get into that. I'm, I'll get into that at another point or something. This play was incredible. There were it was a cast of I want to say six women, um, all young black actresses, and the themes in the play were like insecurities, uh, beauty, and the standard of beauty within the black community, similar to some things that we talked about in the Pretty Hurts episode. One of the girls was um, bleaching her skin. And so one girl was dark-skinned. That's the one who was bleaching her skin. There was another girl who was light-skinned. And they were essentially in competition, but it was more of the the black girl, I mean, the dark-skinned girl, and her insecurities that were in competition with the light-skinned girl who just really wanted to have a good time. She just really wanted to make friends in this new environment. This play, I, I, I want to say stuff about it, but I don't want to give too much away. This is certainly a play I would recommend people see because there's, one, there's young black actresses, and I feel like we always need to support black artists in whatever capacity they're in. And theater has my heart. It's my first love, so I'm always going to push a play. Um, and two, because it was a good daggone play. The end. Schoolgirls, check it out, please. I don't know when it closes, but try to get there. Okay. The end. So with that, um, I'm actually swapping the order of the show. Um, so just follow me. This this okay. topic, this episode is celebrating and remembering a hundred episodes of We Come From Queens Pod. Yes, it's been like four and a half years, just about, and we should have hit a hundred episodes months ago, and you know whatever. But we're here now, and we are going to just take a trip down memory lane. So before we actually start about us, I just wanted to talk a little bit. I <laughs> posted quite a few times trying to get some responses from the people about what were their some some of their favorite episodes. So I will just start with. I'm just gonna run it down on the list. We don't have to talk too much about it. Um, Unlikely Critics said that their favorite was the Mother's Day episode. 
Ex- uh, Mahaya from Extra Juicy also said the Mother's Day episode and the dating game both times. And I would say uh, you can chime in the dating, the love connection. You know, one of these days, one of these years, whatever, we're going to we're going to do really, really well with it. You know? Yeah, I agree. Because so many people believe in it. So many people believe in it. But it delivers the content that y'all enjoy. And that's what's important. Uh, Rel of The Cure said he liked the Getting to Know Us episodes and the interview we did with each other. Fiona of Girls and Granola said she liked being on it and that we laughed and we ate good that day. She's right. Uh, Rashida, whoop whoop to you, Rashida, said also the Moms episode and the Sexual Essentials episode. And then lastly, we have... We had Marcus from Enter the Minds, and he posted some clips on Twitter saying that the live show was one of his favorites. And I'd have Aww, to agree. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I was looking back at pictures and stuff from the live show, and I was like, that was really fun and funny. That was fun. Yeah. Remember they were dancing? Oh, he was dancing, and Ro was uh, just in the background. That's like one of the ways <laughs> my mom remembers Marcus is like the hap like, not to say that Raul wasn't happy, but she was always like the happy one that was dancing. And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, now for like us, what has been your favorite episode? Uh, you know, it's very hard for me to choose what my favorite episode has been, because even just between yesterday and today, like I was just like re-listening to old episodes and... The reason why I say, okay, so the reason why I say it's hard for me to choose an episode is because I generally just like the episodes where it's just the two of us. Oh. And we're having a conversation. And this is not even shade to anybody. It's, um, we're having conversations about things that we're really passionate about. Like, nothing that's forced. It's just episodes that we both, um, agreed on based on a conversation we had before the episode even came out. Something like Pretty Hurts, which I feel like you talked about before. Like, an episode like that was definitely one of my favorites because... We um we had already been having those types of conversations before the podcast dropped. It wasn't something like, oh, let me find an article on this. Um, what was another? Actually, I'm lying. Another one of my favorite episodes was the episode when we met the Cure podcast. Oh. Because um, just like vibing with them, it was just nice. That was our first time ever meeting them. And we just. But that just was their show. So well. Oh, so that was a great episode for you guys, the Cure right that wasn't uh. <laughs> no no i no i have it like in answering these questions i have some moments that it's like not our show either but i'm just like i don't think like the first time it wasn't a double recording it was us on their show i think well then maybe it was the second one because whenever we linked up with them to have an episode we had a good time oh i know yeah like, it was always just fun before the episode started during the episode and then after so Definitely those and our birthday episodes. My favorite is like the reflective episodes. So I was listening to the 30 by 30 episode. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, was it yesterday? I don't know. That was a really, really good one. And what was our birthday? Epi- oh, our birthday episode last year was a live show. Oh, right. And this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 30 for 30. And we once we did okay, a 5 so by 25 also. Right, right, right. Okay. So top three. <laughs> 30 by 30. Okay. Pretty Hurts. And um, my mind, my mind, my mind. Where did it go? Um, Sophist the Ratchet. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So I predominantly have two. And I would say my favorite my favorite episodes are the Mother's Day. Um, just because I feel like we got really candid with our moms and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then the lesson learned because that was just like the most transparent <laughs> we had ever been. And like really yeah. honestly talking with one another, being like, when when you were going through this, like I didn't like him and I didn't I just wanted this for you. And I was like, you know, and then you were like, or I was telling you that I like I was just I felt bad for you. And I was just like, this girl, her like she's just in her feelings, I want to help her. <laughs> and it was like we didn't really talk too much about how we felt about each other's dating experiences or what the other person was happening at the time. So right. I found that to be a really, really good episode. So with that being yeah. said, what was your least favorite episode or sodes? Least favorite was, oh, remember the first episode that we did on um, uh, gender, uh, gender roles? The Like that was the first season. Remember the first episode we with, did? With all the guys? 
Oh, no, no this is the one with us where it was like 15 minutes. Yeah. The first one that we recorded, I felt like was terrible because we didn't know what the heck we were talking about. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like a lot of our earlier episodes, like whenever I listen to them, I cringe. Because th- they're really just so cringe. raw. Like, like, you know how all the other, like our friends or whatever, they're like, they had the episodes that are like, in the vault because they like weren't ready and like we didn't do that we right. really just put them out <laughs> so no we did so we, we don't like, oh this is great yeah we don't have like bad episodes from when we started the show like they're still out there they're called like episode one through 15 or something that's like exactly before we got exactly. our groove um so whatever yeah. but yeah all those in the beginning um so <sighs> i said uh the gender roles one specifically and loyal um I felt those are almost I like the same thing for to me <laughs> Yeah, like I remember listening to Loyal, and every time I, re- I probably have re listened to it maybe two or three times. And every time I re listen to it, I'm just like, Kanisha, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Like, you sound dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, um, there's that. Yeah, my least favorite episode would have to be to be or not to be. Um, and that's the one with Beyonce about Beyonce. Oh, like oh, I've <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm like, like you have to. I wish you were in my head right now to just like follow my mental process. I know you probably follow yeah, it, but yeah, I so, really wish you were. In I my feel head. like I've never listened to that episode again. Like after, oh, no. after we released, I, I don't even remember what like what were we talking about. It was about flawless. Yes, we talked about flawless and. Uh, contrasted Chimamanda's perception of what she said with how Beyonce used it in her track. Okay. So, yeah. Chimamanda had a different intention for it. I, like, never listened to that episode again. That is so funny. So, so which episode are you most proud of? Okay, so this one is going to be a little funny for me. I'm most proud of us doing the one with um, Samaya of Sexual Essentials. Okay. Only because that was something totally different for us. So I'm, I I have, like, two opinions of that. Okay. I'm most proud of us doing that episode, but I, in a way, I kind of feel like we shouldn't have done it, only because we were... Whoa. Sorry. We have... Um, I have new neighbors upstairs. Okay. <laughs> and there's a dog, and he just started running, so I just got very distracted. I'm still not used to it yet. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So that episode... I'm proud of it because it was obviously us stepping outside of our comfort zone. But in a, in a way, I feel like we shouldn't have done it only because you and I weren't very comfortable. Yeah, I think that's very audible. Yeah, exactly. And listening back to it, I was just like, hmm, this wasn't, it wasn't a conversation. It was, I was well-intentioned in my idea of having her on, but I didn't really consider what we would have to offer her in conversation. So that's, I just feel bad. That's valid. For, I wouldn't say that's, um, well, you said that's most proud. Yeah, I feel pretty much the same way. Uh, I didn't still know much about her personality. And, yeah, I didn't know she had such a big personality. I can't, I I can't do big personalities for long. So I myself should have been braced for that. That's not my proudest episode, but that is, I do like what you said. The episode that I am most proud, well, two episodes, I go back to the lesson learned one, and I'd say the Pretty Hurts also. Um, Pretty Hurts was the beginning of us being more transparent, like for real, for real, about ourselves and in like a way that's not, that's like behind the image. Like, okay, well, we have these pictures, as like these two girls, they're really good friends or whatever, and it's like really getting below the surface. Um, so Pretty Hurts was like the beginning of that. And lesson learned just, like, really solidified that, I think. So um, I'm most proud of of those two. Mm. What, um, wait, do you have an embarrassing episode? Um, I don't think so. lucky. I think I have, uh, I think I have, (laughs) because I know you do. Um, I think I have Uh an embarrassing moment. And that was that, can I say something (laughs) when I talked about the farting situation? Like, it was it was an embarrassing moment only because I didn't realize it would resonate with so many people and I didn't realize so many people were actually gonna listen in and be like, Oh Kadesha, I heard that. Like L O L at Kadesha for farting and I was just like, Why did so many people 
<laughs> actually tune in and like y'all really engaging over this like it's on twitter it's on instagram oh my god wow I, I i really wasn't ready for that honestly i was just saying I would it never and then i thought i was gonna move on from it wise like i feel like it was still very early in the morning and he was yeah. like yo kadesha was in the store <laughs> Right. And you know what? He oh was the first gosh. person to come to mind when I just said that. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like he started it. And then everybody else was just like, yeah, Kanisha, far in. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe oh, I shouldn't have been again. I say something. God, I'm crying. That was that was so funny. <laughs> um, Wait. I was trying not to spit on my was, coffee just now. No, that wasn't there. That wasn't that one. Okay. So, um... I have an embarrassing episode and an honorable mention, right? So the embarrassing episode is obviously this situationship episode because, like, you know, I was going through it and going through it on the podcast. The honorable mention is that uh, crossover double episode with The Cure where I I didn't pace my drinking. (laughs) So by the time we got to recording their show, I was super drunk and i don't have any recollection of recording um because that was very embarrassing i I, as fun as that sounds in theory to be drunk recording a podcast um not that drunk and also just like situationships i was like going through it so i was i was just all verbally all over the place um so right Weren't those in the same year? Were they in the same year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was June and then December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a guest that you'd like to have on again? Um. Yes, actually. I would like to have Kara on again. Okay. I liked Kara too, yeah. Um, I really appreciate... Yeah, I really appreciated her. Um, I would also like to have Jameer on again. Uh. Jameer is such a fun person. We've had him on twice, obviously. Um, but I just feel like he's such a fun person and he's very, um, I don't know what word I would use to describe it, but he, he feels like family. Oh, for sure. Like a cousin or something, you know? Um, let me think. Kara, Jameer. I can't think of anyone else right now, but I'm pretty sure you're going to say something. I'm be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, in short, I would just like, I, I just, of course, Alicia um, and Toya, that's I enjoyed them. But I would have all oh, of yeah. the guys we've probably almost ever had on the show back. I was thinking about Yeah, guys, just like so, all yeah. of them. I feel like we just had fun mm-hmm. with like, yeah, I'm not going to start naming people, but just all of them. Everyone. So y'all know who yeah, y'all are, agreed. okay? Y'all know. Um, but wait, I want to go back to Toya for a second because I didn't like. Obviously, I couldn't get a feel for her personality before we met her because it was just like you would see her on Instagram. She posted pictures and then she had a blog. So it was just like that's all you really knew about her. Now she posts more personality. Yeah, she's been posting more videos. Gram. Right, and um, so in meeting her, I was just like, she's so nice, like. She's legit a friend. She feels like a friend. Yeah, she so, yeah, is yeah. like, oh, Candace. And for me, Candace and Toya Candace. are like sister, sister friends. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, is, is this here? I'm trying to look at my list. No, but I was thinking about that. Is there a guest who you would not invite back on the show? You know what? You know what, Monique? Yeah. <laughs> We're not even gonna go there because we have the same daggone guest okay. in mind. Should we? Should we be real no. right now? Should we be real? Oh no! I'm gonna be real. You're gonna drop names. I'm just going to reference the episode, and then you guys can, you know, do your homework. Okay. So a couple of minutes ago, Monique mentioned what her least favorite episode was. Now, if you do not recall what she said. This is your opportunity to rewind and listen to that episode. And I'm going to just be the bold one and say that Monique and I both would not um, would not have her back. Okay. <laughs> and I won't elaborate any yeah. further. Yeah. And as you as you guys can see, Monique did not negate that No, statement. no. So I'm she not negating. Is in full agreement. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. I agree. What was your most awkward episode? Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Okay. You know who else I would not like to have back on? Even though this was this was a different type of situation. Uh, yes. I would not like to have Rab 
from the love connection back on our show because he pissed me off and I didn't told I didn't told some people this on a personal level but he pissed me off before we recorded that show and if y'all ever saw the video content y'all will see it in my face <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> do you want me to leave that in the episode like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um moving <laughs> do you have do you have a awkward <laughs> moment in the show I can't say that I've ever had an awkward moment. Not a, a recording while we had guests, just like nothing that was awkward. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the most awkward was probably the sexual essentials episode for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Well, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't say it was awkward. I just. Well, I cut out I just some awkward moments from the episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, otherwise, between us, no. But between guests, I don't even think we really had. You know what? It wasn't our show. Again, it was with The Cure, though. There was that one. <laughs> oh. Rel knows. There was that <laughs> one. I mean, Marcus knows, too. He was there, too. That were that one awkward moment. And um, Rel wasn't, Rel wasn't that wrong. I don't. I still don't think he was that right, but he definitely wasn't that wrong, either. Um. So yeah, that was probably awkward. Wait, they, you said they were there? Well, I mean, they were in the we. This was on air. It had to be cut out. The awkward moment. Oh, now I'm thinking about something else. I was thinking about someone else's show that we were on, and it was an awkward moment. You have to elaborate. What was that? There were two. It was two summers ago. Someone asked us to be on their show. We went to their spot. It was a sketchy place, first of all, and then when we met up with the person, like they reached to give us a hug, and it was awkward hug and then we went inside and um there was like a music situation you recall i don't want to go oh damn because wait let me think okay we'll talk about this off air because we went to someone's house (laughs) no it wasn't in a house they were they were sketchy it was in a space it was very it was a very sketchy little situation this is someone we know would we still talk to these people um Kinda, sorta. We still engage with them every now and then. Oh, this is interesting. And this person is a nice person, so like that's why oh, I'm trying not to do too much right gotcha, now. Gotcha, gotcha. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I know. Wow. Sorry, yeah. listeners. Can't. No, we really can't. Can't go into that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would you say has been our most informative episode? Um, I will go back and say. Lesson learned. Okay. Was definitely one of our most informative. Only because we learned a lot about each other in that episode. Um, another very informative episode was the mental illness one. Okay. I feel like I learned a lot from just like doing research prior to recording the episode. And then once we got into it and having the conversation, I, I learned even more. And then be, after that episode passed, like there were so many other people talking about mental health and mental illness. And I feel like that just kind of opened the door for me to... Um, develop some empathy empathy in regards to mental health. That's real. Yeah. I would say, I would. I can't say this is the most informative, but just some informative episodes we've had would definitely be Kara's mm-hmm. um, episode with about finances. Yeah. When we had mm-hmm. Jessica and Michelle on to talk about like wellness. Um, oh yeah. Also, damn, I just forgot what it was. When we do our reflections, I feel like those are very informative because oh, in, girl. And not even for mm-hmm. us, but it gives our listeners an opportunity to like do the reflection within themselves. And I feel mm-hmm. like it gives the listeners prompts that they may not have done otherwise, you know. Um, right, right. What else was really I'm, I'm blanking on something, but I feel like, uh, yeah, whatever. I'll just leave it with those. Um, is there an episode that like you kind of always go back to let me tell you something okay i have a problem and so my problem is that i love our podcast okay. that's a good problem i just find myself just like re- yeah i find myself just replaying episodes just because um an episode that i think the episode that i feel like i've listened to the most is the one with alicia not the latest one the one prior to that uh the coachable sisters uh, wow why yes non-coachable oh, non-coachable sisters, sisters. i can't tell you how many times I've replayed that episode. That's funny. I really can't. It was 
you know what I liked about it? I liked the fact that, one, we recorded it in my home. <laughs> so it was a very comfortable situation. And it really was just, like, girl talk. And that's why we had her, had to have her on again. Because it was just, like, a couple of friends sitting on the floor of Casa de Cadesha. And, you know, conversando. Oh, I got it. Sorry. <laughs> Since you spoke Spanish. The other informative episode is def- definitely our Afro-Latina dad episode. Um, yes. That met so many people. It was, yeah. It just sort of, it was very mm-hmm. informative. And, um... Thank mm-hmm. you for doing that because I was like, there's something there and I can't figure it out. Uh, an episode or yeah. episodes. People love I know. That. People were surprised too. Um, surprised because right. that's not identity we lead with. Um, so, Right. Um, episodes that I replay. I replay our episode with Reek often because I just, hmm. I just find it very funny. Um, I think about when he was judging the sex expert and... <laughs> saying we can't listen to Steve Harvey and all sorts of stuff like that like he just our rev run wisdom and all sorts of stuff I found that funny um oh boy I listened to our holiday episode with Jameer and Lindsay yes because it's just I was just listening it's just fun like (laughs) and I remember the visuals of them like digging and trying to figure out what the objects were and stuff like that so that was that's been fun I've listened to our most more recent episodes with the pilot talk guys um a couple times too because i felt like that conversation was really good and it was very very good that was perfect for them to to have with us yeah like i found myself thinking about in, in being so intentional with dating often especially like in this moment of time um as we're recording there's um michelle obama's doing like her press tour with her book and that preacher, right. I don't know what his name is, Dr. Gray or whatever. Like, I saw you repost something about, well, not in a good way, about something that he said. Yeah, because he, he like, jumped out like, the window oh, with what he said. Brother. Like, he did. No, you're absolutely right. So then to yes, have Michelle come and, like, unintentionally counter and actually say what we should be, as both, as all parties involved, as we should be. Um, as individuals and as a collective in a relationship, I mm. I have found myself revisiting their episode because it like everything is just coming together. It is so in alignment with the direction I'm working on moving forward with. Um, so, mm-hmm. and is there any other episodes I replay? Not yet, but uh, as we're nearing the end of the year, um, I'm gonna be doing all the check-in type of stuff for sure. Right. Um, is there an? Ep- um, I just oh, want to yeah. say. Sorry, since you mentioned the Pilot Talk podcast, honestly, I would like to have them again. <laughs> They're going to love that. I I know they will. But honestly, like, I think I listened to a couple of their episodes prior to them coming on mm-hmm. with us. But I still didn't really know, like, what to expect with them in relation to us. It's always, it's always hard to kind of gauge how someone will fit in with the flow of your show. Right. And so just, like, and meeting them and having them on the show, I, I did replay that episode. And in listening to the conversation, I was like... This was a great freaking show. It was show. a good like, conversation. A great conversation. Yeah, and I just, that's why we do this for good conversation. And and I shy away from guests. Sometimes I'm just like, honestly, Monique, I'm not interested in them. Like, I'm not interested in different people being guests on the show. Because I'm tired of people being on the show and I just wanted to have authentic conversation. And they fit in so perfectly with what it is that we want to do when we actually have guests. Right. Not just have it be an interview. Like, have a real, true conversation like you would with friends no matter where the heck you are. So, Definitely, definitely. I missed them in saying it the first time around, but I would definitely have them back. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, if you haven't listened to that episode, it was like a couple episodes back. It was called Meet Me at the Altar. However, if that's the only time you heard them, they are predominantly like hip hop based podcast. However, at least with this new season, they are slightly mixing things up a little bit. Yeah, you get to see them, hear them in a different. Yeah, but they still have their mm-hmm. hip hop foundation to their show, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I can't even particularly pinpoint which episodes to listen to, but definitely skip around and check it out. So I understand why you would say that in having them on the show, you're just like, I'm not really sure how this is gonna work, but like you like their personality, so you want them on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I would. Yeah, like I said, I said all the guys. I would have, like, all the guys back uh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I like talking to guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an episode that you wish you could do over? 
The sexual essentials one. Okay. <laughs> I, I still keep going back to that because I just feel bad at the way it played out. I just, when I listened to it, I was just like, Kanisha, y'all didn't give her no type of conversation. Like, you didn't. It was just like an interview. And then, thank God she has the gift of gab, so she just talked a And lot. she has that big personality. But, and the big personality. That- but you know what? I think the liquor played a little bit into that, too, because I saw her, obviously, after that. And she's like, she still has a pers- big personality, but it wasn't the same. So, wait, what you said it was? Her personality wasn't, the, like, the same. I feel like it wasn't as But big. why did you say it? I feel like the liquor played a role. Oh, the liquor. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, An episode that I would do over... I would do <laughs> to be or not to be with someone else. Because <laughs> like, oh. I, I felt like that was... I mean, I I should probably listen back to the episode to see if now it's just my feelings making it seem like it was not as good as it was. However, I just would mm-hmm. do it again with somebody else. Um, that's that. Which you're valid in that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a good episode. However, had we had a different guest on, we would have certainly been able to pull more from it and have a better or richer conversation. Around right. It. Which guest mm-hmm. surprised you the most, for better or for worse? Um, uh, I guess I would say Reek surprised Reek? me. Because, like, I, yeah, because I, like, I saw his post on Instagram and stuff, and, like, I, some of the things that came out of his mouth were like, oh, I didn't know you felt that strongly. There was something that he said that, um... Oh, he made the comment about not, okay. So I said, I told him about that situation that I was in, uh-huh. right? And, and, and I knew you were going had, this. had sex with the guy. Right. Remember? Yes, I do. I knew that's and what I you were going him, with. No. Yeah. yeah, and I told him no. He was basically like, oh, well, then that's why he wasn't trying to make you his girlfriend. Like, I could never make somebody my girlfriend if I didn't have sex prior to that. And I was like, yes. Burr. Like, it was almost like stopping my, stop my tracks. Like, you couldn't make somebody your girlfriend if. Yeah, he was, like, offended. He's like, you want me to date you and, like, no cheeks and want you want me right. to make you my girlfriend? Be Like, no. That's not... I got to know what's going to be happening here. And, like... I was so confused. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard this before. Um, I also live under a rock at times, but... Yeah, he's, um... He's pretty consistent, like... Yeah, that's just... Um, but I can respect that totally. The fact that you are consistent in who you are and the things that you say. Like, it only caught me by surprise because I didn't know him, obviously. Right, right. Like, I, I just knew what I saw via social media and, and who I heard on the He-Man Woman Haters Club podcast, but I didn't know enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that surprised me the most. Jeez. Um, hmm. I don't... I'm trying to think, like... It wasn't really Samaya that was surprising, I just wasn't ready for the personality, but I don't think I've been like caught off right. guard by <clears throat> a guest or um mm-mm. yeah, no. Hmm. I don't think so. Was there an episode that you were surprised by the feedback or the reception of it? Yes. So, definitely the um wow. Oh, the Afro-Latina one. Okay. Like, the the way that thing was retweeted and talked about, and I was like, people are really picking up on this. Like, my mind was blown, and I was like, bruh, we about to get some checks tomorrow based on <laughs> this episode alone, because people are really enjoying this. Yeah. What was really um, dope... And it was a mini-sode. I know. What was really dope about that episode is just that it really has um, put us in a space where we're really being highlighted as afro latinas in podcasting yeah and again it's it's just so not an identity that we lead with in comparison to like the bag ladies like that's a part of who they are like as soon as they start talking about their show like this is them and that's just we don't lead with our cultural backgrounds like at all really so to be invited into spaces right to be invited into spaces and to be highlighted for that like it's been dope because of that episode like you search afro latina podcasts especially in new york city like we're going to come up and that's dope yeah that's bomb yeah yeah were there any other episodes um (laughs) 
oh, also that the one where I farted, where I talked about my farting experience. <laughs> I said that already, but <laughs> like, I, I just can't tell you how. I was almost like mortified <laughs> in a sense, like, <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> Because which I episode was, was that? I need to that hear it. I need to hear that all. story again. I can't remember oh why. This is where you come in. Tell us which episode that was. Because oh. he was on it right he away. Was. I feel like it was early in the morning, like no later than probably nine o'clock. And Wise was just like, "Yo, Kadeshia was in the store, <laughs> <laughs> bruh." Like oh, I know, it dropped in the springtime because it was around Skylar's birthday, so Oof. it was definitely like April sometime. Yeah. Late April, early May. Gotta damn, that was so funny. Listen, I that really like I I'm happy that people found it comical, but at the same time I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm feeling a little crazy right now. I have to double back to an awkward um podcast moment. Also wasn't our show. It was for this year's Pod and Live. Little Miss ENT, Candace, was doing interviews at the event. Totally didn't mm-hmm. catch that as it was happening. So, like, Mm -hmm. I unintentionally just, like, interrupted their recording. And you can hear me on their, like, recaps that they did. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, hey, I didn't know you were here. And I was like, oh, my gosh, are you recording? Oh, my gosh. And she's definitely, like, talking to people. And she has her mic and Awesome's there. And they're doing all their stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to. And it's, like, it's all there. It's still on the show. So that was, like, a nice uh, awkward moment that I had. Because I was so happy to see her. But, like, I was like, sorry. Um, did you have any more episodes or I'm, or I'm going? No, that's good. Uh, episode that I was surprised at the feedback. Definitely, like you said, the Afro-Latina one. I was surprised at the feedback for Lesson Learned. Um, mm. I, there was like, it wasn't like really embarrassment, but it was still like I wanted to hide because I was like, I just told this story and everyone's heard it and they're reacting to it. And I'm like, no, nah, definitely was embarrassment, actually, because I was like, I knew better. I should have done better. And but what was good was just that, like, it was relatable for people. Um, mm-hmm. And that was cool. What another episode? I feel like at the time Pretty Hurts came out, I I wasn't like I was a bit surprised at the feedback, too. For that, I, I enjoyed the reception from the Mother's Day episode. Was there any others? I think those are it. Those are it. Well, we're winding down to the end of the topic. Do you have any questions in your spirit about favorites or any last comments or anything you want to say before we close the show out? Um, no. I, um, I'm just happy that we've reached... I, honestly, I'm happy that we reached 100, but it still feels a little, like, weird. Like, we're really here at 100 yeah for real oh for real for real congratulations to us and thank you oh new question thank you everyone for bringing us to this point i just want to first and foremost thank my lord and savior jesus christ um through whom all my blessings flow secondly i'd like to thank my mom for birthing me and bringing me into this world 29 and a half years ago approximately um on june 5th 1989 at 5 55 p.m in brooklyn new york um i'd like to thank my professors for helping me to make it through Okay, you can continue. <laughs> I just thought of another question. Is um, <clears throat> What type of guest would you want to have on, let's just say, before season five ends? Type of guest? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to say who, because, like, I don't know who, but, like, is right. there a type? Um, hmm. That's good. I don't, mm, I don't know what type of guest. You know, I'm also never really that interested in having guests. <laughs> um... I mean, until I'm familiar with them. And then I'm like, oh, no, let's bring that person back. Okay. Um, I guess I guess the only other type of guest is maybe, like, somebody with a big name. It would be nice to have somebody who is pretty popular. Okay. That's real. In these, like, Instagram streets or something. Mm-hmm. Like, big, big. Ooh, yeah. big, big. I <clears throat> would like to have a therapist. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, before season five ends, this is not impossible. Um, not my therapist still, but we could we could make it happen. I like to have one. That's nice. Yeah, I think it could be it could be good. <clears throat> I'm ha- my my wheels are turning. I'm starting to come up with something. So, um, and my last things. Yeah, I'm very happy that we made it to 100. 
um, being a bi-weekly show, there's no telling that we would have like really made it here because that means if you're really on track with things, it'll take you four years to make 100 episodes where it takes a weekly show's two years to do that. So right. to make it to 100 episodes with the amount of breaks that we've had and we have a little short winter break and stuff, that is pretty cool and that is pretty dope. Um, I would like to say that we could not have gotten to 100 episodes if it wasn't for you all sharing the epi- the podcast episodes and stuff, sharing us with your coworkers, with your friends, with your family, with your, yeah. you know, your partners, with people like you guys share the tweets and retweet us and post us on Instagram and things like that. And you guys really, really support us. So there's no, absolutely no way um, we could have kept going if y'all didn't keep supporting us. So I appreciate that. Mm. <clears throat> I would close out with a quote night quote now by the Michelle Obama which says success isn't about yes. how much money you make it's about the difference you make in people's lives Bam. love it so do you have an around the way for love, us love, love it. I do um so you know okay I'll start with this as always so around the way is essentially my opportunity to bring some good news about things happening in Queens to you guys why One, because we don't hear enough good news. Two, because we rarely hear about things happening in Queens. Um, So in me trying to decide on what to use for today's Around the Way, I want to say it's been a struggle to find content for this. And I guess that's why I wanted to do this in the first place. Um, I was like scrolling through looking for some good news. There's nothing but like stabbings and shootings and deaths and and molestations and I'm just like bruh like why is it so hard to find good things happening so I decided to choose a restaurant that I've been frequenting um within the last few months in Queens it's in I uh, I guess I could consider this like Rosedale area like on the cusp of Valley Stream this restaurant is called Caribbean Soul and Mm -hmm. it's located in Queens obviously um we'll put the link to the restaurant in our show notes and this, the food is so good. I always go there for happy hour to get happy hour appetizers because that's what I'm always good for at happy hour. And they have this really good lobster mac and cheese. They have um, some really good lemon pepper wings that I live for. Um, all their their happy hour food stuff is good. And the rum punch supposedly is good as well. Um, so I would recommend taking a trip to Caribbean Soul, which is right here in the neighborhood and supporting a black business. Nice. Now, can you tell our listeners about your latest Cadacious Corner? So I'm very happy about my latest Cadacious Corner post. It is my second um, financial post and it is essentially about what, well, I talked about the fact that I've been helping people to kind of pull their finances together and a specific tool that I generated for myself and helping me to reel reel it in for myself. Um, and so I've shared this tool with others and, um, yeah, so the tool is on the, the page and people have really been engaging with the post and I'm very happy about it. So, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but by the time this episode comes out, I will read it. My latest motivation, motivation is cooking. No, uh, that's misleading. I'm cooking it up, which may also be misleading. So what it's going to be is 12 Days of Gratitude for the month of November. Well, for a couple weeks, I'll just say. I've been doing just writing down every day just some things that I'm grateful for. Feelings, moments, whatever, comments that people said just like feel good stuff. Um, And I'm just going to release that in a motivation post. And just it's going to be interesting to look back through the things that I've been writing to pick out which ones. I'm just picking 12 that will be that Mm. okay cool beans um so in closing you can connect with us on our website we come from queens.com as well as our social media platforms instagram twitter and facebook at we come from queens where queens is spelled q and s um we are having a lot uh not a live show just kidding i was just kidding we're having an event in celebration of this fabulous episode 100 um to access tickets to our event, you can go to wcfq100.eventbrite.com where you can purchase your tickets. They are priced at between $10 and $20. 
and that is dependent upon what you're trying to do. Like, you're just trying to come and enjoy the festivities. Um, are you trying to come enjoy the festivities, have a little something to eat, a little something to drink, or come enjoy the festivities, have a little more than a little, a little something to eat and drink. Um, so I was being very silly, um, but it's a game night and party situation. Um, come have a great time. Fine. Uh, Candace, our podcast, big sister is hosting. Hey Candace. Thanks girl. And we're having Huggy Bear as our drink vendor. So come and get your drink on. Huggy Bear drinks are not included in your ticket price. I just want to be clear No, about thank that. you. I was just that, about to come and like, you know, with that too. Go ahead. Clean that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the drinks that are included in your ticket price, it, it'll just be like some type of punch. It, it is an alcoholic beverage, um, but it'll just be a punch. And Huggy Bear is charging you a separate price. Right. Um, so if you want to come and get drunk, you, you know, you have free reign to come and do that. You can send us questions that you would like us to answer during an episode. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Please rate and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to stop by our store on the site as we finally have new merchandise. As always, we love hearing from you. Bye. And see you soon. Yeah, see you soon, guys.